Welcome back to the Middle Parent Podcast. Uh, this week we're talking through Acts 2, 14 through 47, and um, we get to really dive into uh, what Peter is talking about and how um, how he talks about being a witness and talks about being a follower of Christ. And uh, we'll, we'll dive into that in a moment. We're coming from Acts 1 and the first part of 2, which is Acts 1, if you weren't listening, uh, is about um, Jesus saying, you are my disciples. You will be going to Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And that includes us today uh, because we are at the ends of the earth. That's right. Um, all the way over here in Bloomington. All the way over here in Bloomington. Um, and so um, ends of the earth and... Ha- we talked about what it means to be a witness, which is to see and then to share. Um, and then the following week, uh, we talked about, uh, our followership and what it means to follow Christ and our habits to follow Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then last week we got to talk about, um, Pentecost and and the craziness that, that Pentecost kind of brought into the situation. Um, because they were, many people that came to this festival yeah. uh, that spoke different languages, that the different, you know, different things. And then all of a sudden when the Holy spirit came on them, they were speaking in tongues that weren't their native tongue, but they thought they were speaking their own it language. Great confusion. It caused great confusion. Um, so we talked about our followership uh, a little bit more with that one as well. Yeah. And how are we following God? And, uh, talked a lot about the Holy spirit and used that Bible project video that all the students are getting tired of, which <laughs> is intentional. If you hear about that at home, it's because, um, it is very intentional that, that the Holy spirit's work, um, cannot be under or over taught. It cannot be emphasized enough. Uh, because if you think you're doing it on your own, like I thought growing up, yeah, that will put you in a really bad spot that you're draining yourself all the time. But when you when you realize that you're relying on the Holy Spirit for for everything, you're relying on Jesus, which is the Holy Spirit, for everything, then that is life changing. Yeah, that's what will fill your cup. That's what will continually fill your cup. Um, so, um. As we dive into this week, we get to talk about being a witness, the craziest thing you've ever witnessed. And um, just getting them back in the mindset of to see and to share and to share. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about um, Peter's speech and all the things that he says. And that really leads to uh, three points. Yeah, the devoting yourself to teaching um, and to the Lord's Supper and to prayer, um, just seeking God daily um, and having a community that does the same. Um, and then just praising God uh, in everything that you do and just every aspect of your life, making it a just a full spectacle of worship um, in everything you do and everything you say. So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so how are we following God? What are the habits that we have to follow God? So this is, this is a two- fold message yeah. here. Um, how are we continually sharpening mm-hmm. our witness? Yeah. And what I mean by that is how are we continually sharpening our relationship with God? And, um, 
the action point is either a sharpen sharpen your followership sharpen your witness because you can the more you uh experience jesus and and see him work in your life and see him work in the bible see your witness is sharpening and then you're you're able to share that uh and the other one is baptism and mm-hmm. um my dude will is with me on this podcast as you've as you've noticed and <laughs> Random stranger. Uh, yeah uh will colt he's a senior uh at homeschool university Ooh-hoo. lots of <laughs> lots of attendees there yeah and um I asked him to say, if your parents were to talk to you about baptism, what would you want them to have said? Yeah. Um, and I know for me, at least personally in my, um, when I was first baptized, it wasn't necessarily like my parents had mentioned it, but it was more just other leaders in the church that had told me. Um, but I did like some of the things my parents had talked to me about it. Um, but some things I would have liked to heard was, you know, it's not a, it shouldn't be a forced decision. It should be one that is your own. It should be your own faith. Um, it should be your own beliefs. Um, and that, you know, it's not something that just takes away all your problems. Um, that was one big uh, misunderstanding I had when I first made that decision is I thought, you know, wow, I'm, I'm going to get baptized and I'm just going to be so much better. My life is going to be, you know, sunshine and rainbows. But baptism isn't all that. It's more just... I've been baptized, I now have the answer to my problems. I still have my problems, but I've now got a solution. I've now got a way out of those problems. Um, And that's obviously through Jesus and what he did on the cross. But to me, like baptism isn't just a decision you just randomly make. It's something that should be thought out. It should be, um, it should really be in a way way tested. Um, If I were to, if I were to want to get baptized, I would want my parents to ask me um, real, questions that would make me consider why I'm doing it, you know? Um, yeah. Saying, Hey mom and dad, like I've I've been thinking about baptism. Like I kind of want to do it. You know, I would love like a reaction of, well, why? Like, what about the Christian faith? And what about what you've learned about Jesus and the life he lived makes you want to do that? Um, so just kind of, I think good, solid questions that make the students think. Yeah. So absolutely. And that, those are some really, you know, thought-provoking things and, and really making sure that they know the decision that they're making uh, is a not just a today thing, but an everyday thing yeah. uh, is, is a big deal. And, you know, with that in mind, uh, maybe your student is baptized. How do you encourage them? How do you uh, set them up for success? And um, something that Will and I talked about before this, pa- this podcast was, um, may, you know, maybe it's the habits that you have and it's... For sure. uh, if you have good habits and you be encouraged in those, encouraging uh, your student in those good habits. If, if they um, are getting really busy and getting off track in, in their relationship with God, how are you helping them put the, the, the guardrails back on? How are you helping them uh, get back on track? Yeah. Um, and how, how can you encourage them when they are, um, you know, and maybe even in a really dark spot? Yeah. And I think, um, kind of going off of that, if they do have like bad habits, I know for me, like a lot of times I'll just think I have this bad habit. Like I need, I need to fix this or I need to have somebody help me fix this. And I'll just attack the habit directly. Mm. And in some ways that works, but a lot of times for me, the best way to do it is stop pointing my attention towards the habit and just point myself to Jesus. Because when you point yourself to Jesus and the word that in his word, 
the habit naturally just gets pushed to the side because when you direct your full attention to what he's written and um, just the life he lived and all the influences he had, that influence on you kind of just naturally overtakes all of your bad habits in a way because when you direct your focus to God, it kind of lets everything else fall in line in your life. So Yeah, the priorities go where yeah. they're supposed to go when you yeah. put Jesus first. That's that's very true. Exactly. Wisdom beyond your years. All right. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Um, and uh, hopefully this sets you up for a really good conversation with your son or daughter. Yeah. Um, and if you see me, say hey. Um, if you have any questions, you can email me at tcadwell at socc.org. Uh, hope you have an amazing rest of your week. See ya. 